Listener production. G'day sports fans, I'm Josh Conway. Welcome to the Scorecard and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, July 4. Today, the Blues swing the axe and MCG swung song and 7.5 million reasons to smile. Let's crack in. We couldn't start anywhere else, could we, than the usually genteel long room in the cricket sanctuary that is Lords, could we? Controversy around Johnny Bairstow's dismissal in the second test. By the way, just stay in your crease, Johnny, and we're not having all this conversation. It's all barely died down more than 24 hours on from the incident and Australia's second test victory. Quite frankly, the reaction from Fleet Street over in the motherland has been nothing short of ridiculous, if not alarming, with the character of Pat Cummins and Alex Carey called into question. And even the perfectly legitimate mode of dismissal liking to Trevor Chappell's infamous underarm against the Kiwis more than 40 years ago. Spare me. Not helping things is England hopping on their high horse and crying foul, whilst the vicious world of Twitter dug up the receipts on the palms, more specifically coach Brendan McCullum. After Baz said this on the BBC following the loss... Is it going to affect relations between the teams? Do you think that? Well, I can't imagine we'll be having a beer anytime soon, if that's what you're asking. Our own Brad Haddon, right here on Listener's Willow Talk, rediscovered the sharp tongue that made him famous behind the stumps. Mate, from the Aussies, they're 2-0 up. Mate, they'll be enjoying their own company, they don't have a beer with anyone else. Tensions have seemingly reached a boiling point, not to mention the privileged members of the long room turning feral to the Aussies during the final day. Well, thanks to the world of social media, the hypocrisy of the English has come to light. Bairstow himself attempted to stump Marnus Labuschagne exactly the same way he was dismissed just two days prior. And the same Brendan McCullum that thinks little of the act has done it to himself three separate times. Infamously running out Matai Mirulitharan when he went to celebrate the century of batting partner Kumar Sengakara without grounding his bat many years ago. And it's the same Ben Stokes that was the benefactor of a throw hitting his bat and going away for four while completing a run during the 10th 2019 World Cup final, which they arguably would not have won if not for the piece of fortune. No worries about accepting the runs there or the spirit of cricket, nor was there with Mitchell Stark's catch on day four. It seems the spirit of cricket only applies when something goes against someone. And one thing is for certain, though, it does set up a lot of spice come Thursday's third test in Leeds where we can seal a first Ashes win in the UK since 2001. Billy Slater and Freddie Fittler revealed their Origin 3 squads yesterday, with the Blues swinging the changes as they look to avoid a first series clean sweep in 13 years. New South Wales have made seven changes, five of them axings, including Jerome Luai being ousted for South Sydney playmaker Cody Walker, who will pull on the jersey for the first time since 2020. Payne Haas also joins Tom Turojevic on the injured list for the Blues. For the Queenslanders, two enforced changes. AJ Brimson returns for the suspended Reese Walsh at fullback while Corey Horsburgh makes his debut in place of the injured Tom Flegler. Maroons coach Billy Slater with this warning to the Blues yesterday. This team has created a great foundation to their footy and they're still still seeking improvement. They're still seeking um, a higher level of, of footy and that's where our focus will be in the next 10 days. And still on league to Clubland, where Canberra has confirmed they've made a play for Gold Coast gun David Fafita. It comes after reports Fafita and teammate Tino Fasua Malawi will become free agents at season's end due to clauses in their contracts following the departure of coach Justin Holbrook that triggers the change in their deals. The Raiders' offer is believed to be over four years at four million bucks. Show me the money. Ricky Stewart says Fafita would be, quote, a perfect fit for the club. Watch this space. 
And sticking with football, but of the AFL kind, Buddy Franklin could get his MCG swong song this weekend. There were fears the superstar forward wouldn't be seen back on the ground where he's been part of many famous moments, with the Swans champ likely in his final year and Sydney only fixtured to play one more game in Melbourne for the year at Marvel Stadium. But Coach Strongwell Meyer says he has a chance to return for his first game in three weeks on Thursday night at the G when they face the Tigers. He's been running and building back towards his training session. Hopefully if he gets through the training session, feels good. The important thing is he pulls up well tomorrow. So um, we'll make that call uh, probably tomorrow if he feels up, feels up to it. The pomp and pageantry of Wimbledon kicked off overnight at the All England Club. Strawberries and whipped cream. Unfortunately, our great hope, Nick Kyrgios pulled out on tournament eve with a wrist injury, leaving our chances on the men's side resting with Alex Dimonor. The Demon is on court tonight in his first round clash with Belgian qualifier Kimi Kopenyans, and if he can get through that, a tough task awaits. Runner-up of two years ago, Matteo Berrettini, is likely up next. Alexander Zverev in round three, followed by world number one Carlos Alcaraz in round four. Ouch. Tennis legend Pat Rafter telling Nine a deep run is possible for the Demon, but he isn't holding his breath with the shadow of Novak Djokovic looming large. He has a game to actually win. It's Does he have the confidence? Does he have a big enough game? And he's also up against one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player to ever play. And speaking of Aussies, our Matildas World Cup squad was unveiled yesterday with six players culled to make the final 23-player squad for the tournament on home soil. Sam Kerr will have the captain's armband and she says she can't wait to lead us out onto Acor Stadium for our tournament opener against Ireland on July 20. And finally today, a bit of history around the streets of Chicago. Onto the front stretch, he comes to the checkered flag, he's won! Reigning Supercars champion Shane Van Gisbergen darted off to the US mid-season to try his hand at NASCAR and became the first driver in 60 years to win on series debut early yesterday. For his efforts, the Kiwi will pocket upwards of $7.5 million, making nearly as much in one weekend as what he earns in his annual Supercars salary. What an experience in the crowd out here. Like, this was so cool and it's, it's what you dream of, so... Hopefully I can come and do more. All that audio thanks to our friends at Fox Sports. And if that dose of reality in terms of the money wasn't enough, SVG flies from the States to the bright lights of Townsville this weekend's Supercars 500. And that's all for today here at The Scorecard. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Listener.